Good evening. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 91 begins on page 454. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold, my God, in him will I trust. For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall defend thee under his wings, and shall be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. For the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth in the noonday. A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Yea, with thine eyes shall thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. For thou, Lord, art my hope. Thou hast set thine house of defense very high. There shall no evil happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all his ways. They shall bear thee in thy hands, that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt go upon, thou shalt go upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, and therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 66th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me, and where is the place of my rest? For all, these thing, all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is of his poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. He who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering as if he offers swine's blood. He who burns incense as if he blesses an idol. Just as they have chosen their own ways, and their soul delights in their abominations, so will I choose their delusions, and bring their fears on them. Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not hear. But they did evil before my eyes, and chose that in which I do not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word, your brethren who hated you, who cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the Lord be glorified, that we may see your joy. But they shall be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord, who fully repays his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn for her, that you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall feed, on her sides shall you be carried, and be dandled on her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Here ends the first lesson. Together in Magnificat, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead, and of, element, of eternal judgment. 
and this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated receives blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you, yes, things which, that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the name diligence show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Here ends the second lesson. Together, diminish. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. 
I was just reminded as, as Barbara was responding, I was reminded that during COVID, we did these online things for so long and that we would have one person respond. And I remember the first time we got back into uh, the building and everybody responded and I'm facing the other way and they're responding. And it was just like a, kind of an emotional flood. And I just wanted to remind you that because we're all responding together in our hearts, but sometimes we don't hear it in our ears, but I've just always reminded that you're there and um, that we're worshiping God together. And I just kind of, yeah, I just want to remind you about that, that we're all doing this together. So our theme again this this week is the from the collect, and it's that we are daily be renewed by Thy Holy Spirit. And I think um, I like what we read in Hebrews. What Aaliyah, uh, Leah read was that um, at first we used to talk about you know just the things of salvation, and now we're moving on and talking about other things. And so we're we're called to grow in the Lord and uh, basically grow up. And you know it's time to grow up, put your big boy, big girl pants on as Christians and start walking and living with, with Jesus in that way. So um, Psalm 91 doesn't really disappoint us when it talks about growing up and, and, um, and being mature in God. And we, receive, we, we read that God protects, and we hear personal testimony from the psalm, psalmist. He says, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. And then it talks about in verses three um, and six. It has some threats that we that we um, we think about. Some of them are things that lie in wait, like the snare of the fowler or the snare of the hunter. And some of them are personal. And this one kind of strikes me as as uh, you know, I do some therapy here, and some people have some fears, and so there's irrational fears and rational fears. So if you're swimming in the ocean, it's probably rational to at least have a concern and respect for sharks. But if you're walking down a street in, in Glendora, it's probably not a real irrational you know, to have a fear of sharks, even though sharks are fearful. And so I think we allow ourselves and our minds to do that and go off and we start fearing things that, that we don't have to fear. And in this psalm, it says the perilous pestilence. And uh, some of that is real, but some of it is that um, um, things that we make up in our mind and that causes our anxiety. And so when we when we remember like from the very first that god is my refuge and my fortress we don't have to worry about that stuff uh so for the pestilence that walks in darkness or the in verse six the destruction that lays waste at noonday and it doesn't talk about anything in particular it just is that stuff that we you know you might find yourself getting anxious at times and so this is when we we call back to come back to our our faith and and remembering that god is is in charge uh, he provides godly care and defense, and that includes uh, heavenly guardians. It says, for he shall give his angels charge over you. And, of course, that was something that Satan used in the temptation of Jesus. And it, just because Satan used it didn't mean um, it was wrong. It, God, God does watch over us, but Satan was trying to get Jesus to do something else, of course. And so this deliverance that God offers is the presence of God and his salvation and the reward of this of this faith is long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And of course, that's our telos and our goal is to live and experience the salvation of God. So in Isaiah, in our in our um, reading for tonight, we read a promise to the true worshiper, and the promise is, "But on this one I will look on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word." And so that's our humility that we come before God, we acknowledge Him as God, and then. Uh, he looks upon us, his children. And that's followed by kind of religious religion of habit that has nothing that uh, in change of life. 
And it says, just as they have chosen their ways and their soul delights in their abominations. And the reward of those who do not worship God with their hearts is stated in verse 4. And I will bring their fears on them. And so um, uh, I think I remember a verse from Job where he says, what I feared has come upon me. And it's a verse that makes me think that maybe Job was worried about some things he shouldn't have been, even though some things, bad things happen. But if we live walking in our fear, then and it, it just steals our life from us and it steals our, our uh, peace. Um, and then God, of course, says why these people are, are going to have the fears brought on them. Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not hear. They did evil before my eyes and chose that which I do not delight. But he also has a promise for his people in this passage. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to them like a, to her like a river, and the glory of Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall feed, and her side on her sides you shall be carried and be dandled. So the first part I wanted to mention in that was besides the peace like a river, uh, I think we have some songs about that, um, but then you shall feed. And we talk about feeding on meat instead of the baby food of milk. And then on her side you should be carried carried and be dandled and so I thought it was my duty to let you know what dandled was um and but as we read the next verse as one whom his mother comforts so I will comfort you and so dandled is to move a baby up and down in a playful or affectionate way like on your knee and it's that's called dandling a parent so that's what the dandled is and so God's going to hold us and let us know that he's there so as we move into Hebrews we continue in this theme of growing up and Hebrews reminds us we've tasted of the Lord. We've tasted his goodness. And um, this morning in morning prayer, we talked about solid foods of the mature believer versus the baby foods, the milk. Um, we've tasted that heavenly gift, that gift, and we begin eating solid food of God. Um, why would we choose the milk of immaturity? But uh, And then that is a choice. Like we have a choice, like even though the spirit lives within us, we can choose not to grow up and we can choose to act immaturely. We can choose to um, quench the Holy Spirit. But this choice of immaturity is is not only foolish, it's dangerous because resistance to spiritual growth can lead to falling away. And there's a very stern warning in this passage about uh, getting too close to the edge and, and falling away. Uh, verse 4, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. And I don't think we're talking here about the, the normal kind of things when we stumble and fall or when we uh, we forget, but we're coming, you know, part of this is growth and growing up, but some people will walk away from it altogether. But by not eating of the meat of God and only only be partaking in the milk, we set ourselves up for that kind of problem. So, you know, like thinking or being anxious and thinking about things that may or may not happen. These are habits that we shouldn't, that we have to um, probably crucify in ourselves and remember to um, that God is God and that we're protected in him. When we focus on that, that changes our life. So instead of risking losing that which was given to us, um, in Hebrews, the writer writes, and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. So he's telling us to persevere, that you do not become sluggish, um, but intimate, those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So it's it's reminding us that even though we live in the kingdom right now, there's a there's a fulfilled kingdom to come. And so we have to kind of 
focus on our telos on that goal. So it's obvious to me that the way we stay faithful is by living in our prayer like we're doing right now. We pray and hear God's word and through his Holy Spirit, we are formed and changed and we become hungry for his word. We should long for that spiritual meat and move beyond that baby stage. And uh, yes, we are dandled as children, but that's because God delights in us, not because we're, in, we're immature. So it's time for us to respond as men and women of God instead of uh, little children in God. So our faith is like little children, but we... When it comes to eating mature food, it's really uh, hard not to quote with just a little slight alteration of words from a commercial. And you might remember the commercial featuring the world's most interesting man, and it always ended, uh, and here's here it is with the change, but stay hungry, my friends. So that's that's my thoughts for today, and uh, let's continue with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before, them in before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light riseth up in the darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what thou wouldst have us to do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in thy light we may see light, and in thy straight path may not stumble, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you today. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, and stay hungry. <laughs> Thanks, Deacon Bob. <laughs> when you said commercial, I thought you were going to say, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> Thank you. Well, good night, everyone.